Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The lighter side of football. Unstinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Many moons ago, the Falcons got shut out. Who knew the Falcons could lay goose eggs? And the Arizona Cardinals keep proving that they're the big birds on the block. That's one, that's a double. Every word just better. How about that? How about instead of making excuses for why we win, maybe we're just better. Maybe we're just better. Hello, everybody. It's All Pro Lines. Comedy football (laughs) talk, as we used to say. That's right. Football. Comedy talk. Things. All those things. What's up, everybody? Hello, Andreas and Ron Milford in the chat already. Good to see you boys. Jumping in early. What's up, boys? We got a lot of parody in this NFL. Every time you think there's a good team, they lose to somebody terrible. I kind of like that, I think. What's up, Jerry? Hey, Jerry, what's happening? Yeah, so some upsets. The Texans won, and who else won that was unexpected? There was another one. I forgot. Um, well, I mostly, I think of it as who lost. I'm half empty. That's how I am. Who lost, then? Well, the uh, the Steelers lost. That was kind of fun. That wasn't that wasn't an upset, I guess. Oh, now you stumped me. The Bills lost. That was a big that one. That was the big one. Yeah, they were not supposed to lose to the Colts. And the Packers lost, of course, to the Vikings. Yeah, I hear that's a that's a side effect of catching COVID when you're unvaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> is you lose to the fucking Vikings. Ah, show some respect with Ron Milford on the board. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No disrespect. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of surprises. A lot of fun, wackadoo things happening. Colts won big over the Bills. Jonathan Taylor, goodness gracious, five touchdowns. Uh, right. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I Baxter has him. I played Baxter in fantasy this week, so that's a loss. <laughs> that's usually how that's going to go. Yeah. Congrats yeah. to yeah. Baxter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titans lost. That's the other big one I was forgetting. To the Texans, the no Texans? less. The Texans? Come on. The Texans? Come on. That's crazy. Yeah. It's nutty. It was a nutty week. 
But it was fun. I, I enjoyed the twists and turns. And hey, I'm alive again in the uh, confidence pool. Last week, I had all these things that stars had aligned, and I was a giant favorite to win a b- giant mountain of money, and I lost both of them because the stupid Niners beat the stupid Rams. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. And as long as I'm complaining about stupid things, now all I need is your stupid team not to beat the other <laughs> stupid team tonight. That's what I'm rooting for. I need a lot of points from Kadarius Tony and Graham Gano tonight, and I don't even care what the Giants do. I just want their players to do well so I can beat Viking Vixen. Uh, because <laughs> Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys struggled mightily, mightily, Against yeah. the Chiefs, and uh, I think I got three fantasy points out of Dak Prescott yesterday. It was a weird fantasy weekend, that's for sure. And we got some other characters we know and love in here, including Eric Schaus, who wrote several really good jokes this week. Kudos, Schaus. What, we'll have to make sure we do one of your best ones in the two-minute drill and give you credit. Schaus is a great comic in North Carolina who sends stuff here and there, and uh, it's always good to get a text from Schaus. Shout out to you. Yeah. Derek Wright, what's up, man? Tony, all right, we got a lot of the people we know and love out uh, on the board here tonight. Well, I'm ready to do some jokes. You guys got some music or something? The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy ten minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, let's open with a Shouse joke. This is the one I thought was the best of his this weekend. After the fifth straight loss, Bears fans were chanting, fire Nagy. Nagy said he thought they were saying, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Remind me to tell you a story about that after the two-minute drill. Okay. All right. We'll do. Breaking news. Falcons offense found not guilty on all charges of posing a threat to anyone. (laughs) My goodness. The Falcons had 64 yards in offense in the first half. Fans walked further than that to get away from the TVs. Yeah. And the the Patriots scored, what, 34 points? 25. So the Falcons can't, they can't even claim self-defense. What's the last two games? Last week was 43 to three. So... It's something, some giant number, 68 to 3 in the last <laughs> something <Man>. like that. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to go back to our bold <laughs> prediction days where I predicted that the Giants would win by 40 and they lost by 30 to have such a <laughs> lopsided outcome. <laughs> Matt Ryan's got no time in the pocket. He gets less time than a white guy in the court system. The Falcons suck so much they have their own category on Pornhub. <laughs> Here's one from Eddie Berry. Who knew Falcons could lay goose eggs? Yeah, that that made it to the to the open that you didn't hear. That's a shout out yeah. to Eddie Berry. Oh, it did? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh sorry, That's man. That's all right. Uh, I guess the Falcons were paying tribute to Seinfeld Thursday night. Their offense was about nothing. <laughs> Atlanta did so badly Thursday. Chick-fil-A says they're closing that day, too. (laughs) Texans stun the Titans. Tennessee hasn't been this upset since they started teaching evolution. (laughs) Their scheme was definitely not the result of intelligent design. (laughs) Tennessee better be careful. They're going to get naturally selected out of the playoff race. Uh, Tannehill was bad. He he was throwing picks like it was an Eddie Van Halen solo. (laughs) And we 
got to make fun of the Lions. I saw this headline, uh, change is likely for Lions staff in offseason. That's pretty much the football version of world's oldest man dies. You can just copy and paste it pretty much any week of the year. Yeah, I mean... That's one of the Thanksgiving traditions we need to get rid of. Uh, we can let go of the Lions playing on Thanksgiving. Nobody wants to see it, including Lions fans. I know. Turkeys have a better record on Thanksgiving. Like, let the Detroit Lions fans actually enjoy Thanksgiving for once. Like, not worrying about watching their team suck. Like, have the day off. I agree. This week, it's Lions-Bears. It's like the kids' table. Lions fans, win a game. <laughs> and then you can play on Thanksgiving. They tied a game. They yeah, win a game. Lions Bears. Think how much you have to hate your family to watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This uh, all right. Let's let's close on a joke from Tom Simmons, who's also buddies with Shouse. The Mayans might have invented the idea of zero, but the Lions are perfecting it. <laughs> Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, tell me the story. Tell me the go go Brandon thing. Oh, um, so when I was in Tennessee for the album recording a couple weeks ago, we go to the bar after the show. And there's a couple that was at the show (laughs) sitting at the bar. And the comic John Baglio, he's like, he was selling shirts. So they get into conversation with them and they're talking about buying shirts and he he's just striking up a conversation with him. And it's, it's not two minutes into the conversation where they're about to maybe buy the T-shirts off of him. And the young lady in the couple, she says, well, wait a second. She goes, uh, you didn't vote for, for Joe Biden, did you? Oh, boy. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't vote. He goes, I, I didn't vote. I said, well, what about the last time? Did you did you vote for Hillary? Did you vote for Hillary? And he's like, no, no, I didn't, no, I, I just, I didn't vote. I, I just didn't vote. And she's like, oh, good, good. Cause, uh, Cause I wouldn't buy, I'm not gonna buy your t shirt if you told me you voted for Biden. Okay. I've never heard of a litmus test for t shirt buying. You gotta pass a political <laughs> quiz, you gotta make sure you're on the right side of good. Versus evil. Uh, yeah. And she's, so she's going, I, I said one thing. I, I just said to her, well, that's that's cancel culture right there. You know, you're not going to buy the T-shirt if he if he voted for Biden. And they kind of ignored me. And I was fine with that because I was like, you know, what? I don't I don't have to live with these people. I'm going home like the club owner, and the comic are there like you guys sorted out. Then the uh, the guy in the couple, he speaks up. And this is something that I replayed in my head about a dozen times because he approaches this like <laughs> it's some kind of like they're swingers or something and they're about to drop some code word to see if we're down. Oh. He kind of leans in. He goes, yeah, I don't know if you guys know about this, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. We're big fans of Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. (laughs) And I walked away. (laughs) I have to say, that is a pretty cool kind of code phrase that's been embraced. I kind of dig it, I have to say, the way that it came to be. It's a funny situation. (laughs) It it is a funny situation how it started, for sure. I'll give you that. But I find it incredibly corny. (laughs) 
Just say fuck Joe Biden. Just say it. What do you do if you have a kid named Brandon and you go to his soccer game? <laughs> right. It's not a good time to be named Brandon right now. Or it is. I mean, whether, you, whether you're whether you on the team or not on that team, that's a tricky thing for the kids, for now the parents to yell. And now it's got, <laughs> it's got political ramifications. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, big fans of Brandon. <laughs> I've never been quizzed like that to uh, make sure I was uh, on the right team before somebody bought a CD yeah. from me. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it a litmus test for sure. I get it. I get it. It's a lot going on in the world. You want to make sure, you know, you're you're voting with your dollars. He made you the want. sale. He made the sale. And then he, he made the sale. And then he donated to Joe Biden's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Is he, was he lying when he said he didn't vote? Was that was that a sidestep? I don't think he was. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think he was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry says no Republicans go to soccer games. That's funny. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I go to my nephew's games. I, I see some questionable characters. It's definitely a people of uh, ethnic, you know, people of color kind of a game as a, as a rule. But, I don't think so. I don't think that's true. Well, it's changed a lot over the years, but uh, yeah. Andreas is constantly driving around to soccer games all over the place. Yeah. Those kids, there's a bunch of white kids playing soccer, you know, those kind of situations mm -hmm. for sure. All right. I got, uh, should we do some kudos and taps on the back? Let's do it. Can I go first, just in case you pick mine? Go ahead. Mine's the obvious one. Like you got to do it. You got to go. You got to go, Jonathan Taylor. I looked up some of the fun yeah. facts because I thought this was interesting. Yeah. Um, this is an old school running back day. Thirty-two carries. You, know, you never see that anymore. The, those days are over. The thirty-two carries days. Thirty-two carries. One hundred and eighty-five yards. Four touchdowns on the ground. Three catches. Nineteen yards. Another touchdown through the air. The Colts want him in the MVP conversation, which, yeah, why not? Mahomes has been uneven. Dak has been uneven. Who else would even be up there? Kyler Murray's been out a couple games, and Lamar Jackson's missed a game, a couple games. And, yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's now sidelined. Like, absolutely put him in the MVP conversation. He's the, he's the least – celebrated fantasy superstar. He might be the best running back now that Derrick Henry is out. Uh, here's some more fun stats. Five touchdowns, puts him in a list with uh, in one game, puts him in a list with Gail Sayers, Clinton Portis, and Sean Alexander. Wow. And here's an interesting collection of characters. Most PPR points in a game since 2010. You ready for this list? Number one, Jamal Charles. He was a beast. 59 and a half points. Number two, Tyreek Hill just last year, 57.9. Uh -huh. Alvin Kamara, I believe that was the Christmas game last year, where he scored six touchdowns. <laughs> uh, Doug Martin, there's a name we haven't heard lately. Uh, hamster. Yes, yes. Muscle Hamster. Muscle Hamster, yeah. <laughs> and number five on this list, over a decade, just yesterday, number five, Jonathan Taylor, 53.4. I just can't hear the name and not think of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. I know it's yeah. so hack, but like that. Is, <laughs> I just see the teen beat covers and, and all that. 
That shows <laughs> that shows my age. Yeah, yeah. This, it does a little. Yeah. All right, you got some. You got some taps. You gonna tap something? I got. I got some taps, man. I'm giving taps on the back to a man who has barely played this year, but still managed to get a four-year, forty million dollar extension today. I'm talking about Taysom Hill, baby. Taps oh on the goodness. back for securing the bag. <laughs> up to up to ninety five million. <laughs> Yo, this man is just getting money. Just getting money. It's according to Schefter. It's the only contract of its kind where the payouts vary depending on the position that you're playing. Right. Yeah. I I, I read a little bit about it and then I, I jumped on Twitter. And there are some armchair quarterbacks who are like, the Saints are laundering money through Taysom Hill. (laughs) 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 Like trying to like get some kind of tax breaks or something by offering this guy extension (laughs) after extension, which is kind of disrespectful to Taysom. But, you know, it's still even though I love it. It is a fascinating situation because the number one quarterback on the team is Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. And the number two quarterback is... It's, stop the, it. It's not, it's, Sim, I, it's not it's, Simeon. It's... We get it. There's no game. They haven't played him. No, it's no so Giga. weird. It's not Simeon. I'm, I'm obviously playing the foil here to your, uh, you know, to your joy. But it, And I actually think it's weird that it's Simeon, but... It does seem to be Simeon now. It's weird to give this giant pile of money to the third guy. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't think they've done too well with Simeon. So I think they had to. No. They had to pay some alimony to taste him and say, hey, listen, I'm really, really sorry about that Jameis mix up. We know (laughs) we know you should have been starting all along. Here's Here's a little, you know, a little something. Little diaper He's fun money for fantasy. Does this signal that the Trevor Simeon era is over in New Orleans, or is this <laughs> unrelated to that tough game that he just had? Come on, it has to be. It has to be. I, I you know, it takes some fun to watch. I mean, I, I like to poo-poo him to torture you, but you know, he's fun to have on the field as long as you're not uh, an Alvin Kamara fantasy owner. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he does vulture some points there. So, yeah, taps on the back to Mr. Taysom Hill. Taps on the back. Oh, Andreas says Saints-Bills Thanksgiving night. That's actually, that's a cool matchup. That's a ton of fantasy implications and two teams that are good but not killing it. That should be a good game. That's a good one for Thursday night. I love that they added a Thursday night game. It's only been about 10 years. It used to just be the Cowboys and the Lions and whoever they were playing. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Talk to me about Thanksgiving. Let's uh, let's ask the peanut gallery here too. Yeah, so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit of Thanksgiving. I'll throw it out to the chat, and you know, I think obviously the turkey. That's that's the big thing. But everybody has different sides. I think there's some staples, but everybody's <laughs> got like a little bit of a, a twist on what they do. So I want to hear from the chat. Top five sides of Thanksgiving. I'm going to start by throwing out. Creamed corn is one of my top five <laughs> sides of Thanksgiving, and that's only because that's my specialty. Mm. We've talked about your creamed corn before. I've no, still never had it. We have, yeah. <laughs> Do I crowbar that into every show around Thanksgiving? <laughs> and the first, and the first answer on the board is gin. 
<laughs> Shout out to Barry. <laughs> but I thought it also might be fun. I was thinking about different sides, right? And trying to compare them to some players or teams. And here's an obvious one, right? So stuffing, <laughs> right? So stuffing would be Vita Vea. <laughs> He's clogging up your arteries and clogging up the run game. That's right. There you okay. go. Vita Vea. Cranberry sauce. Any guess what cranberry sauce or who cranberry sauce might be? Somebody's sweet, a little tangy, uh, a little adds a little zest to the plate. Wow. Um, this could be anybody. This could be. It's a lot. Of, this is a lot of, open to a lot of interpretation. Mm, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You're seeing cranberry sauce a little differently than I do because I uh, say okay. <laughs> cranberry sauce shows up every year. Nobody really wants it. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very different read on it. I actually agree with you, but I just assumed that you were in the pro cranberry sauce uh, camp the way most people are. Right. No, I mean, I don't mind it, but, you know, it's. Now we're getting a, t- a sea of answers coming in. We got corn casserole. We got, uh, this is funny, turkeys have more <laughs> more legs than uh, Dax scored yesterday. That's true. <laughs> Sweet potatoes and marshmallows. Come on, oh, Jerry. Oh, nice. Is that one for real? Nice. Is that ironic? Is that something you had from your youth and you really connect to that one? Don't get me started on that. Mac and cheese from Buddha. Bacon wrapped turkey. Oh, wow. Bacon wrapped turkey. Nice. I like that. That I've never tried. That sounds great. Buddha's also saying ham better than turkey. Mm. I agree. I agree. Ham is way better than turkey. I think I agree if I was just comparing foods. But in terms of the tradition, it seems like, a, you know, ham's a little bit of a, I mean, it's... I don't know. For me, it's an outsider. It's a turkey day. Okay. Who who would you say is the turkey? Who's the, who's the turkey? What player is the turkey? It's Antonio Brown. He's Jive Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> See, that depends on which way you go with the turkey as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or you could say he's the center of the meal. It's a very yeah, different. Yeah, right? right. That's yeah. where I was going. So, I mean... I, I think it's it's Derrick Henry. He's the main attraction. Yeah. He's the centerpiece. There, there's no Thanksgiving without the turkey. There's no Titans without Derrick Henry. He's the turkey. Yep, 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 yep. We're getting a zillion cranberry sauce lovers out here. Is that right? Yeah. Man, that's disappointing. I like this one canned so that it's for easy slicing. <laughs> you can still see the ridges on it. <laughs> and London is the, the day after Thanksgiving because they just get the leftovers. <laughs> All right. I I like that. All right. All right. That's that's right. We give them the dolphins and the jaguars and the falcons Mm -hmm, and the lions. mm -hmm. That's right. That's how we do. And I have one more. Last one. I'm not so confident in this one. It's not exactly a closer. It's just to get it over with. (laughs) Um, Apple pie. Who would you say is the apple pie of the NFL? Who's the apple pie? Who's the apple pie and why? Oh, God. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a delicious ending. It's a fantastic closer. All American, dependable. Oh, but it ain't pumpkin, which is what it's supposed to be. No, apple's good. <laughs> Love that cinnamon. Ron Milford hmm. guesses it's Von Miller. <laughs> or Vin Miller. <laughs> Uh, gravy could be Diggs because he covers everything. Ron Milford's writing jokes. Nice. That's a good joke. Nice. Shout out to Ron. Hey, check out Ron. He has a podcast. I think it's called The Milford Show. I have listened to a few episodes. He's just doing his thing, man. 
listen to the, the Milford show. It's good stuff. He's given us uh, several shout outs on there. Um, it's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is the apple pie of Thanksgiving. Oh, Steve Redman got it. Look at him. It's definitely Cooper <laughs> Cup. Come on, baby. Cooper Cup's amazing. I was just thinking today, we have a, I, my kind of old school uh, fantasy league that I've been in since the beginning of time. We have five keepers, 12 teams, 60 players. Cooper Cup was not kept this year. That's crazy. I know. And of course, neither was Debo Samuel. Both of those guys were in the draft. You know, it hurt me to trade Debo away, but I had to do it. You got, is it for Dak? Is that the trade yeah, I have in my head? Basically, yeah. There's a couple other parts, but that's a good trade for both parties. That makes sense, right? I, I think so. But well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I did something that I've never done before, and I'll, I will tell you how it works, but I'm, I'm currently excited about it. My mom happened to be here this weekend, mm. traveling from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did Thanksgiving on Saturday. Oh. So we did the whole thing. We did my mom's traditional turkey and her stuffing and her wow. weird-ass green beans with uh, sour cream on them. And Whoa. She makes this crazy good pecan pie, and my wife and my mom did all the cooking. And Krista brought in, like, this wackadoo squash idea where you have this giant squash and a couple squash and another squash inside of each other and they're stuffing in them and then you cut it like a steak. Um, that worked pretty well too. It was actually, it was really fun. It's like a Russian doll of squash? Yes, with stuffing. It's good. That's it's good. That's pretty cool. But here's something that I've never done before is so now Thanksgiving's like, I already checked that box and now Thursday is just football day. There's no family. There's no meal there's no obligation i'm just gonna watch football all day i'd imagine you're okay with that i think it's great i haven't tried it yet but I, on paper it seems fantastic wait so you're not gonna be with your family at all well they'll be here whatever near <laughs> me watching football <laughs> but i won't be like uh, you know being rude because it's thanksgiving watching football <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i put in my time already what are you doing I, you know we did i did the thing with the thing i gotta watch the lions lose <laughs> I'm going to write memes and write jokes all day. I just watch football and drink beer. It's going to be great. With my wife's side of the family, the parents and her sister and family, we've done Thanksgiving in January for a couple of years. I think we're going to continue to do it because usually this, her sister goes on vacation during Thanksgiving. So we just do it in January and it's awesome. That's kind of fun. Right? It's like another kind of like touchstone in the winter, the long, cold winter. You get another Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. There's only a few of those that I've even heard about where people kind of move the thing that dramatically. Like very often Christmas parties, corporations will do them in January, which has always struck me as fucking weird. Really? uh, Yeah. But I like the idea of, especially if you've got a good like family reason to like, fuck it, the 4th of July is on the 16th this year, whatever. You know, I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we wind up doing that with Father's Day and Christmases and things, too, when, you, when you've got, like, a kid who lives in two homes. But if you just embrace it, you don't even think about it being that day anymore. Like, you right. already did that. Or it's, that, oh, that doesn't happen until next month. You just kind of change your mindset about it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I think we should just make up our own holidays more often. I like the idea of having a Thanksgiving, like, once a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's, All right. It's a good holiday. Right? It's, it's the best holiday, in my opinion. That's a good one. I agree. All right, I got a little which comes first for you, my friend. All right. Uh, now it's time for which comes first. 
Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. <laughs> that is a catchy song. Um, all right. Uh, that's not what you said the first time I pitched it to you. <laughs> no, that's right. I, you guys knocked it out of the park at, at all levels. I was worried. I thought they were too different from each other. I thought they were too long. I was wrong about everything. The drops are amazing. Kudos to you and to Glenn. Uh, all right. Uh, this one's a little cumbersome, but stay with me. I think this is a good conversation. Okay. There was a lead change in the AFC East. The Patriots have leapfrogged the Bills for first place, which I did not see coming. That they both, the Patriots have quietly gotten a lot better, and the Bills have quietly gotten worse. So yep. Yep. I didn't think this was going to happen at all. I certainly didn't know that we were on the precipice of it, and here we are. Uh, so here's the question: Which comes first, a lead change in the AFC East or in another division going forward? Just any other division. Yeah, well, the field I was the field seems like the obvious choice, but some of these divisions are not close. If you want, I've got some facts for you. I'm looking at the standings. I see Oh, you got it. Okay. Go ahead and talk talk me through what you're looking at. All right, I'll skip past the AFC East. Uh well, okay. So. Well, you should discuss that because so the Patriots are now 7 and 4. The Bills are 6 and 4. Right. And on, on paper the better team. Yeah. Maybe. Dolphins four and seven, Jets two and eight. They're pretty. It's pretty much a two man race. Yeah, it's there. just the Bills and Patriots. Yeah. Uh, so one game, well, half a game back, right? Yeah. Right. So AFC North, the Bengals are one game behind the Ravens, and nobody else is going to catch them. The other teams are going to. Well, it's actually really. It's actually really close. Actually, the Browns have six wins. That is a logjam. That division. And the Steelers have five. You know, it's it's like the Steelers aren't out of it. No, they're not. Okay. The Titans have a two-game lead on the Colts. That Colts game, that's probably a fluke over the Bills, especially at that score. So I don't think they're going to catch them. That's debatable, but, I, but I'll, I'll concede that point for now. The Chargers, you know, they're on the heels of the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't inevitable. They're one game back of the Chiefs. So right. we'll see what happens there. NFC East, that's the Cowboys are going to run away with that. Uh, the Eagles, Eagles have been playing really well lately, but I think that's got to end soon. So probably yeah, they're two and a half games out, and the Cowboys aren't going to suck enough to give them space, right? Uh, that's my thinking. Uh, Packers are going to run away with that division. I think so. Yeah, Vikings are already three games back. Bucks are one game ahead of the Saints and the Panthers. Excuse me. Uh, in the NFC South, Bucks are probably going to win tonight, so that'll put them two games up. And then the Cardinals, maybe they're just better. <laughs> that was the division that was all the buzz. That was supposed to be the logjam division where everyone's great. Maybe they're just better <laughs> <laughs> for this for the listeners. Uh, these are the standing. The Cardinals nine and two, which what? Rams seven and three. Niners have crept back to five hundred at five and five. Seahawks three and seven. So any other division versus the Patriots versus the AFC East? Lead change. AFC East versus the field. What do you pick? Uh, I'm gonna say that the the Bills are gonna take over the Patriots before uh, another team takes over. 
another division. Final answer. Well, that's a big field. I'll go the opposite. Maybe we'll play this sometime when one of us is right. Let's see what next week's schedule is for both teams. So we got the Bills. The Patriots are playing the Titans. They're going to lose that game, I think. And mm, Yeah, that's a factor. Looks like the Bills are on a bye. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, there they are. They're playing the Saints. They're playing the Saints. They're the Sun Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, they could both lose, or they could both win. Yeah, yeah. It's going to require a Bills win and a Patriots loss to right. flip-flop. Yep. Hmm. I'm, I'm good with the field. I'll okay. take the field. So. All right. I agree with you that Cowboys and Packers and probably even the Buccaneers and the Cardinals are all safe, at least for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, Titans, Chargers, Colts, you know, there's something's going to happen. The Bengals are going to jump up and pass the Ravens. Something, something, one of those is going to happen. The Bengals had a nice win. Are they legit or what? They seem a little bit bipolar. They're a little bipolar. I think they're. I think they're 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 going to have a really fun offense going forward, but I'm not sure all the pieces are there right now. Yeah, that's my thought. All right, it was painful to watch that Chiefs Dallas game. I just I wanted it to I wanted the Cowboys to at least like threaten them, but man, that Chiefs defense was amazing. I didn't want that. I enjoyed seeing the Chiefs win. I wanted a shootout. I thought it was going to be a shootout on paper. That was a shootout game. And actually there were no passing touchdowns between Dak and Mahomes. Who had that? That must've paid 50 to one to some weirdo in Vegas somewhere. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Wow. Mm. Uh, Andreas says they still have to play each other and the bills have to face the Falcons. Uh, So look out. That's true. It's a tough game. Tough, tough game for the bills. coming up. All right. This feels like quiz time to me, my friend. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. 
Quiz time brought to you, folks, uh, by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers, you know, this is my favorite phrase, precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Uh, (laughs) Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Our offer to you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. All you got to do is put in the promo code ALLPRO, just those six letters in a row, no spaces, at manscaped.com. You can pick... Just one tiny thing and try it. You could get a whole package deal. You can get, you know, you, you figure it out. Yeah, it's time to shave those quarantine bushes and get back out there, fellas. <laughs> get back out there. Get the Manscaped in your life. Promo code all pro. You heard us, Barry Weekman. Okay. Hey, you ain't worried about him. <laughs> we ain't worried about Dusty Dick Weekman. <laughs> That's that a tough nickname. <laughs> Stephen Redmond with the cop makes it look bigger. Now that if that's not a great selling point, I don't know what is. <laughs> All right, I got a really tough quiz for you. In fact, I got six rules that are associated with players. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the nickname of the rule. You tell me what the rule is. I know one already. I think I had, I might have gotten zero or one out of these six. So if you get any of these right, you win the quiz. Okay. This this is really more of a conversation point, jumping off point, because some of these are interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start. This We're going to start easy, believe it or not. The Emmett Smith rule, what does that refer to? <clears throat> oh, man, the Emmett Smith rule. This is the easiest one. <laughs> is it? Oh, man. <laughs> well, the first couple are gettable. The rest of them are... Going to be really tough. I'm trying to think of like what he might have done. What was he known for? A lot to yeah. have a name, a rule named after him. And the only thing that I can think of is that maybe he led with his head a lot and something to do with concussions and something in, in that nature. So that's the only thing I can think of. That seems like a good guess. How about if I give you I give you one hint? Okay. You have the right body part, but the wrong rule. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good hint, although it's still hard to get. I can have the the right body part, wrong body part. You got the right body part, the right body but part. the wrong rule. Oh, so something to do with the head. Mm-hmm. Emmett Smith rule, something to do with the head. <laughs> Anybody in the peanut gallery know? You guys feel free to I'm, chime I'm in. I'm stalling for time, so yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. No idea, man. A player cannot remove his helmet while on the field of play, oh. except in case of obvious medical difficulty. Did he do that a lot? The Dallas Cowboys running back was the most high-profile player who celebrated in this manner immediately after scoring a touchdown. Enacted in 1997, this Emmett Smith rule. I think that's a dumb rule. You do? I do, yeah. I think because, like, we've talked about this before. Play's over, but, I mean, I get why they're saying don't do it. I I get that. Player safety, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I want to see their guys' faces. Like, the NFL is such a faceless league. Nobody knows who anybody looks like. Yeah. When Cam took his helmet off and he said, I'm back! That was fun. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean... That's a slippery slope. That's what got us to Clyde Edwards Alaire pointing at someone and getting a penalty. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Oh my yeah. God. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? 
But he knows what the rule is. That's not it's not unclear. Don't do that. He pointed at a guy. But you're scoring and the guy's trying to tackle you. It's a little rude. Oh, uh, um, yeah. And you can't go na 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 boo boo. Tiger makes a stew out of me. Sheesh. <laughs> I, it's okay with me, but I understand the rule. Stew. It aggravates the <laughs> stew out of me. All right. The Jerome Bettis rule. Mmm. Wow. Um, wow. This one's gettable. Let's see if anyone in the peanut gallery gets this one. Um, man, what could that be? That's got to be leading with the head. He's a big boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I feel like he was going low quite a bit, leading with the head. Um, yeah, that, that, that's my answer. That's my answer. Okay, I'm going to try a weird, a weird uh, hint. It's uh, heads or tails. Right. To help you. Oh, I do remember something with the coin toss. Was it in the Super Bowl? What was with the coin toss? What did he do? Did he say? Did he? What? Yeah. What was that? It was enacted in 1999. The rule states that the coin flips, uh, uh, all calls for coin flips will occur before the coin toss to avoid the confusion that happened on Thanksgiving Day in 1998 when Bettis was sent out as the representative for the overtime coin toss on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Overtime on Thanksgiving. How awesome is that? Uh, He appeared to call tails while the coin was in the air, but the ref declared that he had said heads. (laughs) Awarded possession to Detroit, who would go on to win the game before Pittsburgh touched the ball. <laughs> I always thought they said, uh, call it in the air. <laughs> That's over since 1998, 1999, because of uh, confusion around Jerome Bettis's call in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's- It does make sense that it should be settled, so there's no weirdness. Because if the guy stammers or hesitates and it lands, and then, you know, it does create, you know, I get it. There might be a ref that's hard of hearing. They should have him write it down, honestly. They should have him write it down on a piece of paper, maybe play a game of tic-tac-toe to decide who decides. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Make it more fun. Who get, What is this coin toss bullshit? Yeah, well, I agree that it shouldn't be about, you know. It's not a game of chance. If you just did it the way college football does it, which is awesome, we wouldn't have this problem. All right, the Deacon Jones rule, my friend. Enacted in 1977 when Ethan was not yet an inch in his dad's pants. Neither was I. (laughs) We have a handful of white-haired folks in the peanut gallery. Some cotton tops. Where's, uh, come on, Jerry. Come on. uh, Milford's old school in all the ways that he walks through life. Jerry chimed in. He says, no biting. Is that right? That's the right universe. Yeah. No head slapping. Oh, my goodness. He used, he frequently used this technique against opponents. What did he do? He's like, he slapped the lineman. He's slapping their heads to get past them. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, All right. Now, if Milford doesn't get this one, he's going to be sad. The Fran Tarkenton rule. Oh, um,. You can't uh, throw a pass to a player who's wearing yellow socks. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> the best I can do. Let's, let's give Ron at least one shot at this. Um, you can't. Hmm, no hitting below. He says no hitting below the waist. Ron says, "Is that right?" No, 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 no. Fran Tarkton from the University of Georgia. Go dogs. A line judge was added as the sixth official to ensure that a back that the back was indeed behind the line of scrimmage before throwing a forward pass. Enacted in 1965 in response to Tarkenton, who frequently scrambled around the backfield from one side to the other. <laughs> Tony Chimes says a three-minute limit on scrambles. <laughs> uh, that's like John Elway quarterback, that, that game. Do you ever play that one? You could run back and forth. I, I mean, I would, it would be a thing. Like, like you know, I say I had the lead or whatever. Oh, you could just run you around. You could just run around for a whole minute and kill the clock. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. Uh, all right. Number five on this list, the Greg Pruitt rule. Greg Pruitt? 1979. <clears throat> Isn't that a comic? Who am I thinking of? <laughs> sounds like a comic. It's a comic sounding name. It's the Whose Line Is It Anyway guy. No, that's Greg Proops. Proops. Greg Proops. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm thinking of. Greg Pruitt. When did he play? I don't know. This uh, this was a rule uh, change in 1979. What position? Uh, he, I believe he was a running back. Okay. Then I'm going to say you are not allowed to run into the opposing team's coach, thereby making him spill his Gatorade. Steven Redmond's got it. It's Jersey. The tearaway jerseys became illegal in 1979. Pruitt purposely wore flimsy jerseys that would rip apart the hands of would-be tacklers. That's brilliant. Wow, he Hulk hogan them. Such a jersey famously seen in a 1978 game between the Rams and Oilers in which Earl Campbell's jersey ripped apart after several missed tackles. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That I've, is, I do, that's one of my earliest football memories. College, too, these running backs, and they would just, yeah, just, yeah. It was just they would just peel parts of their shirts off of them as they ran by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess if that's not a rule, that would be a good way to do it. All right, last one. The This one's impossible, but it's interesting. The ball marshal rule. Do you even want to take a guess? Sammy Ball. Man, I thought you team. were going to give me the freaking tuck rule. I, that's the one I thought I was going to get. And you're coming <laughs> out here with all this obscure shit I wasn't even born for. God I told damn. you these were impossible. I didn't expect you to win any of these. This is just a fun conversation. Oh, man. This is a this is the toughest quiz ever. What's it called I now? can return to some more gettable quiz time questions next time. It's just better for my self-esteem, really. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. You're going to go you're going to go <laughs> for 6 unless you Pull a rabbit out of your ass on this one. Yeah, what's it called now? The Ball Marshall Rule. It's uh, named after Sammy Ball, quarterback, and George Preston Marshall, the owner of the Washington Redskins at the time. Oh. The rule was enacted in 1946. Hmm. See, so you had me thinking very literally, like the Marshall of the ball, like someone who was watching over it. <laughs> like George Preston Marshall owned the Redskins. Okay, so that doesn't really do much for me then. Uh, so it's named after 
and they were, I'm sorry, the, they were executives. One was the quarterback and one was the owner of that team. Oh, okay. Ball Marshall. And they were pissed about something that happened in the NFL championship game. Shall I just read you this? This is a, yeah, so yeah. Tell me what happened. So the Ball Marshall rule is that a forward pass that strikes the goalpost is automatically ruled incomplete. Okay. Because the year prior, these two guys were so pissed about what happened that they pressed this and it was named after them the following year. <laughs> because in the NFL championship game, the Rams scored a safety when Baugh, throwing the ball from his own end zone, hit the goalposts, <laughs> which were on the goal line. They were in right. front of him yeah, in yeah. his own end zone. Oh, and the two points were the margin of victory as the Rams won 15 to 14. That's rough. That's rough. Marshall was so mad at the outcome that he was a major force in passing the rule change. Now the rule's obsolete as the goalposts are now on the end lines behind the field of play. But what did they do in the immediate aftermath of that? Did they move the goalposts or did they just get rid of the rule? Well, it looks like they changed this rule as soon as possible <laughs> with, with Sammy Baugh, George Marshall pounding the fists on the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I'm not sure what year they moved the goalposts. Uh, but it says here they were on the goal line between 1933 and 1973. Okay, so I guess that's the year they moved them back 10 yards. <laughs> They only had like five or six fatalities between those. 73 40 seems fairly recently to move the yeah. field goal out of the field of play. <laughs> so incredibly dangerous. Like, oh my God. It's an immovable object in the middle of the field. So that's, anyway, I just thought some of those were really interesting. And it's a bunch of stuff I didn't know about football, which, you know, it's kind of fun to unearth it. Yeah, that was let's, fun. Let's rephrase it. It was more of an informational session than a quiz. It was impossible to I, infotainment. Think that yeah. Anyone would get any of those right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, I'm in the uh, very unenviable position of rooting for the Buccaneers and Tom Brady tonight. That's not what I want to do, but you that's where you I don't am. Have to do that. And I'm rooting against your team, which I, you know, generally if, if I don't have a dog in the fight, I root for your team. Same. Sorry. I, there's like $400 that's going to fall through the sky into my lap when the Buccaneers win. Oh, well, then go Bucks. Yeah. I got I to gotta root for that. Yeah, I'll root for that. Um, I got some gigs coming up. Do a super fast plug. North Vernon, Indiana, uh, and Vincennes, Indiana. Oh. Both going to be super fun shows here coming up in mid-December. And then New Year's Eve, I'm going to be in Grand Island, Nebraska. One of my favorite gigs over the last several years. I've done two New Year's with these guys. Beautiful venue. So many. We we sold it out last time. It was two shows of 400 people. So I'm uh, looking forward to getting back to Nebraska for New Year's. Mm -hmm. um, and some more stuff in the works. Topeka and Sioux Falls and a couple other things I'm working on. I'm going to get back out there and tell some jokes here soon. Nice, man. Yeah. Kostaki.com. Kostaki.com. For all <laughs> tour dates. All pro <laughs> lines. For all things. All pro lines. YouLuckyDogProductions.com for all things comedy. Thanks for listening. And uh, jump in to uh, become a member of Inside the Huddle. We get uh, Aaron and I do this once a week in this space on Facebook and Twitter, interactive with the, with the people on Mondays. And then Thursdays-ish, we record another one uh, that's a little less buttoned up, if you can imagine. 
Uh, so come join us. Uh, we also have T-shirts available. I just ordered them from my whole family. I ended up in this funny conversation with uh, my mom and my kids this weekend. So mom's got an all-pro lines Navy sweatshirt on the way. Nice. Uh, I've got a Heather Red one coming for me. The wife's getting maroon. The toddler didn't want one unless it was purple. Actually, her size, they don't have purple, but she insists no purple, so we're just getting the smallest damn thing that's not toddler size that's hey, purple. Hey, I love, I love it. And the teenager is getting uh, black, so you, there's lots of choices. Very nice. Yeah, we'll, get a, we'll post a picture soon. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Go Bucks. Go Giants. All, Come on. We all agree. Bucks by uh, 15 or so. Ish. Bucks ish. Whatever. Go Giants. Go Kadarius Tony. Might be back. Go Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Grok's back. Could, I'm there's special. a lot of fun stuff to watch in this game. Mike Evans running, going bananas. Well, I'm special. Without Antonio Brown bothering him. Finally. Give me the insurance. That's for armed Wait. forces. I'm special. You're not in the armed forces, loser. But I'm special. That's what she says with her face. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. See you guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.